there's so many things that I could say about family, and I was going to take the opportunity to break the family down, Joseph, Mary, Jesus, father, wife, child, and talk about the duties of the husband and the wife and the child. But I changed my mind when my wife attended Mass with me tonight because she would know all the duties that I was supposed to be responsible for as father. So I've got to take a different course of action now than I was planning on taking. You know, family, where does it start? And to me, a lot of times what happens to us is that when we come to church or we read scripture or we do things, we hear things over and over and over again. And I need to tell you, repetition is good. You pick up something sometimes that maybe you didn't quite understand or maybe you picked up something because that's the message God wanted you to have at that particular time. And I think the best place to start with family, I think periodically it's a very good thing for the husband and the wife to take the opportunity to go back to the sacrament of matrimony and read the vows that they had taken with each other and read a little bit about what those vows required of their relationship that they were going to have. And listen real closely to those words and be able to truthfully understand what is that relationship supposed to be because that relationship is key on the formulation of the family and the values that that family is going to have and the relationship that was going to exist. You know, this story that we have today, with the journey that's taken place to go to the Feast of Passover and Jesus is in the temple, it began, it began with angel Gabriel going to Mary and Joseph receiving the angel, giving them an understanding of the relationship that they were going to have with each other and the fact that they were going to be obedient to each other. That's so important to understand at the start. And the other thing is that the gospel and the liturgy that comes to us from the magisterium and the liturgical ceremonies throughout the year, they're giving us a lot of clues about what's supposed to happen in our life. And in this week, they're giving us some clues to gleam upon about the relationship of family. You know, the first thing that happens is, you need to remember, they're going to celebrate the Passover. They're going together with Joseph, Mary, and Jesus. Family is taking part in the religious services of the Jewish people. How important that is for us to take part as father, mother, children, to take part in this Eucharistic celebration and further understand the true meaning of what this celebration is all about. And as we go through the story, a lot of things take place in this particular story. And think about it. Jesus is left behind. The fear that exists in parents, every parent in this congregation today knows what happens when you lose your child for a couple of moments and what exists when that takes place. It says it, there was great anxiety with Mary, which had taken place, and she was nervously going to go about and look for her child. And she decided to go back to the temple because she knew that they had gone to the temple to practice in the faith, practice of the Passover and how important that was. But when they found Jesus, and throughout this entire story, certain things come about in this reading if we reflect upon it. These are the ones that came about to me that at this particular time in my faith journey in my life, 
affected me. You know, it was important to, re refer to go over and review again the fact that he said he was in his father's house and he needed to be in his father's house and how important that was. But it was also important to me to understand at this phase of the game, Joseph and Mary didn't know what they meant. But anyway, Jesus obeyed them and took the opportunity to return with them to Nazareth. And what does it say? He was obedient. But more important than that, he grew in wisdom. He was able to grow in wisdom because of the values that his mother and his father gave him. His father with his carpentry skills and his relationship with other people. His mother with all the things that she taught him about the religious values that was so important in her life. It's very important to be able to understand, truthfully, mom and dad and the effect they have with modeling the example and the words within their family to build a family. And what happens is when Jesus becomes obedient to his foster father and his mother, what happens is they don't understand the mysteries of the plan, but they knew that this was something special that was going to be happening within their life. And they took the opportunity to be able to be there for Jesus, to guide Jesus and to work with Jesus. And the other thing that's important is, it gives us an example of the fourth commandment. Don't forget the commandments, they're important. And the fourth one says, honor your father and your mother. And Jesus did that. Jesus was obedient and honored his father and his mother. And the other thing for family that's so important for parents to truthfully understand, family is part of procreation. It's taking part in the creation story that originally started. It's taking part in the fact that we now, as husband and wife, now become part of the creation story of Adam and Eve and the creation story that was given to us by God. It's so important to realize that we are there and we're supposed to realize when we say our family prayer, each and every time you come to Mass on Sunday, in that family prayer, it prays, what does it pray for in one of the paragraphs? For parents to form their children in the Christian faith. Think about the vow you took as parents on the baptism. You said that you were going to raise your child in the Christian faith and you were going to teach them all about the faith and guide them. Now, are they always gonna be cooperative? I'd be foolish to think that that was gonna happen. But it's always important to make sure they know that honoring your father and your mother, being part of procreation and taking place in everything that's existing in their life for the values that exist which are truth to build family are important. If there's any one thing that the devil wants to destroy, it's family. And you may know that anytime a dictator takes over a country and you've got totalitarian society, the first thing that that dictator does is takes the children away from the family, puts them into existing camps or other things and tries to train them and not to be able to get them to understand the value of family. If we can take this understanding of family and we can learn to pray together with family and we can learn to be able to come to church as family and if we can learn even if it's to say the grace before meals, every meal we have, the grace after meals, every meal we have at home or when we go to Chick-fil-A or when we go to Cracker Barrel or we go to De Christina's, 
We say the grace before meals and make the sign of the cross in public and be proud of who we are and what we're about. That's the formation and the values because the next sentence in the family prayer says that you're training these children to be the future leaders of both their civic community and of this church. And to make the church strong, they need those values. Now, I can't go today as a deacon without saying one or two things, even though this is the feast of the Holy Family and the solemnity of the Holy Family, I have to recognize the great deacon, St. Stephen, the first martyr of the church. Stephen stood up for the church and Stephen stood up against the Sanhedrin and he publicly proclaimed Jesus Christ. And because of that, he was brought before the Sanhedrin, held in trial, and he was stoned to death. He stood up for the values. He was an evangelist. Those are the values that you want to teach each and every one of your children in their life so they too can stand up with truth when they're being forced by other people to be able to turn their ways and not take the practices that you have taught them honestly and worked hard and keep those practices. Those are some things that came to my mind. It was a lot longer, but as you know, I do my notes on index cards, and Father Otis saw a lot of cards. He threw some of them away. And he said, you can't steep them that long, you know, so we're not going to be able to do that. But I just want to, again, tell all of you all, God bless all of you all. May you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and do everything you can to make your family, and that includes your children, your grandchildren, and your great-grandchildren follow the faith. They're all part of this life and this procreation.